Hello and welcome to the Middle East Forum speaker webinar series. I'm Stacey Roman and I will be moderating this discussion today. We're pleased to have Zainab Alswish, Executive Director of the American Islamic Congress, join us to discuss Islamism and leftism converging. Ms. Alswish will speak for 15 minutes and open it up for questions. Should you wish to ask a question, please use the Q&A box located at the bottom of your screen to type out your question. And with no further ado, I'll turn the discussion over to Zainab Alswish. Thank you very much, Stacy. Good afternoon. Uh, and thank you very much for the Middle East Forum for uh, such an opportunity to talk about very timely and important issue. I would like to start by discussing or talking uh, and giving an overview over uh, an overview about the Muslim community in, uh, in America. The Muslim American community uh, is fragmented divided a lot based on ethnic lines and religious lines and political uh, lines as well. When we talk about politics, uh, we talk about radical political agenda versus a mainstream agenda. Islamist Muslim organizing around a radical political agenda, they are representing uh, uh, some of the uh, big portion, not a huge, but uh, a big portion of the Muslim community in the US. And this is definitely affecting all of us as Muslims living in the, in the US. They believe Islam is the solution, such as the Brotherhood, Taliban, the ISIS, and many other organizations, radical organizations. They are influenced uh, from the Middle East, um, the influence from the Middle East and foreign countries following them here in the United States and affecting a lot their behavior, uh, affecting a lot the way they, they, uh, they talk, they behave, also how they raise the, the next generation, which makes it very difficult for young Muslims who are born and grow up in the United States to live a normal life without having that influence and radical agenda implemented in their mind. Over the past uh, six decades, um, these people have taken over Muslim community structure, unfortunately. Political leadership in America, most of the time and mainly dominated by Islamists, radical agenda from foreign policy uh, on foreign policy, religious affairs, and interfaith relations has a major uh, say, saying on many different platforms. If we are talking about uh, what have uh, changed in the past, uh, I would say, uh, decade, two decades, let's talk about near uh, uh, hist history rather than talking about uh, an old uh, history that we have uh, lived in. Many people have seen the change in the Islamic uh, uh, radicals or the Islamist agenda in the recent history. And how can we connect that to the uh, left uh, in, uh, in the country? There are so many uh, different platforms. There are so many different uh, incidents. And also we are seeing the new curve that the Islamists are taking 
uh, in, uh, on the ground and they are adopting new principles. Whether they are really sincere about these new principles or not, this is, remains to be um, uh, discovered. It's obvious, does not need more than uh, looking into what has been saying publicly and how they are being uh, exposing these things publicly and what is being said internally. There are many radical organizations and Islamist organizations in the US, uh, unfortunately taking, that, um, uh, taking this as a goal and using the opportunity of freedom and um, uh, freedom of speech and everything to control the mind of uh, simple Muslims living in the, in the United States. So the danger is surrounding us. The danger is not very far, far away from us and we are paying the price, whether we are Muslims or non-Muslims in the United States. When you have an, a community that is radicalized and you don't know you know, you see this, uh, uh, a nice gentleman or a nice lady, they are talking in um, uh, advanced or liberal, um, open-minded, and you think, well, these people, we can have a relationship with these people, we could develop uh, uh, something together, we can have a peaceful uh, uh, community together. Unfortunately, this is not what's inside and what's have been said. I have attended many of these conferences that's been held by these radical organizations just to have a feel of what's been uh, said publicly is similar to what's been said inside among their groups and their people and it's totally different from what's been publicized to outside and what's inside. Also, giving uh, that being said, also we see what they have been saying and publicizing for uh, their organizations overseas. I have the opportunity to travel to many countries and I get the questions about um, what, uh, you know, some of these organizations and I, I was very curious to see what these Islamist organi American organizations say to their followers or their supporters outside the United States. And uh, believe me, it's, uh, it's a very gloomy and a sad picture and um, it is very radicalized agenda. So what the, how did the two groups meet? Uh, we're talking about the Islamist and we are talking our Islamism and we're talking about the left. Islamist actually, uh, as I said earlier, they uh, adopted the new principle or the new curve in their, um, in their practice, not because they believe uh, in any of the freedom principle, not that they are believing in, in equal rights, nor they are believing in uh, uh, religious freedom, or they are believing in equality and so on and so, and so forth, or human rights. In fact, uh, it's to gain a platform Many of these people take, uh, show this other face um, to give that example uh, uh, to people, to ordinary people who do not know and say, well, we have a platform. We are advising the government, uh, for example. We are um, uh, 
we have uh, uh, we have a say to advance our agenda, their radical agenda, and this is unfortunately affecting the uh, regular, ordinary, uh, mainstream Muslim Americans inside the U.S. Because if the leadership or what they hear about, either they hear from, are the Islamists, then we are in a big danger and big trouble. And if we are looking at the, um, the other side, and what, do, what are they looking for? They are looking for votes. They are uh, voters. And, uh, and also, they are looking to show the diversity within. And this is uh, um, this kind of uh, a relationship will last for a short period of time, but definitely will not be a very, um, uh, will not take a very long time in terms of, uh, in terms of uh, relationship because the principles are different. At least when we are looking at the Islamists inside their communities and what they are preaching, as I said, is totally different than what's been projected. And um, I, I remember one incident, uh, and I will give you uh, that incident. Um, it's, a, it's a living story. Uh, I was in one of the uh, conferences overseas, and I saw one of these imams that has been, uh, uh, you know, very well known and very well uh, uh, respected in the DC area. He is in all the government conferences and platforms and they call him when they want it. They have a question or they have, um, uh, they need his advice and he is the, the uh, uh, dove of love and peace. Um, and, uh, in one of these conferences, I was, uh, so I saw him in the conference and he said, how are you? And I said, I'm good, thank you for asking. And he said, you know, you are doing a great job. They are only thing you're too Americanized. And, and I said, uh, I was really taken by that. And he said, you are close uh, too much to the, uh, uh, you know, uh, to the American. And I said, well, I am an American. And he's like, uh, yeah, but this is not what's supposed to be. And I said, what do you mean what's not supposed to be? And you're an American as well. And he said, yeah. And I said, and he said, you're doing great job, but your only problem is that you are too Americanized and you are too close to uh, people of certain faith. And, um, and I said, well, uh, you're a nice, uh, you know, thank you for the, the comment. You know, this is not, um, you know, I don't see anything, you know, I see, I see it as a compliment, not, uh, not otherwise. But also, I, I would like to say something, you're a nice person, but you are too close to the brotherhood. At that point, he shut his mouth and he did not go any further. But um, still, this person is still active, is still doing all of these things, still um, uh, uh, advising on, on certain platform he is being, but what's inside and what's preaching to, to other people in other countries and other places is totally different. So we are facing these kind of, uh, uh, these kind of dilemma in our daily life, whether we are 
uh, on um, you know people are in the on the government side or ordinary people on, on the street or the Muslim community, the mainstream you uh, American Muslim community, it's it's a really a big challenge that we are facing because these people as they are they are showing the that they are you know believing in principle changing their mind and you see that they are developed and reached a certain level but at the end their political advancing of their radical political agenda um, uh, it's it's their main issue and even it doesn't matter how savvy they are what kind of charisma they have um, at the end these links to the radicalization and Islamism um, that it's been fed uh, into them actually would not allow them to be uh, uh, just uh, ordinary uh, people on the, um, uh, you know, uh, practicing their faith, uh, just like a mainstream uh, Muslims. Uh, this relationship, as I said, between um, Islamism and the left, it's, um, it's an, a relationship will not last because sooner or later, the other side will discover the intention and the deep intention of, uh, of, uh, of each other. And uh, especially on the Islamism side, because what they are preaching and what they are showing right now on the surface is totally different than what inside. And the, what I mean inside is the radical Islamic agenda. And this is will not meet. So it's a temporary, I will consider it and will not go any further. Unfortunately, we have to deal with these things. We have to be very careful. We have to be careful on, uh, on the social level. We have to be careful inside the mosques and uh, religious centers. We have to be careful in schools. We have to be careful in college campuses. College campuses is another story, is, <clears throat> is another uh, uh, dominated uh, um, uh, place for, uh, to hijack the mind of the young uh, people, student on, on colleges and to for, reform their mind to be uh, uh, radicalized. Unfortunately, these things that we are seeing day after day, um, it's taking, making us think uh, ahead and further. What can we do as, uh, as people of this, uh, this country, as citizens, and what are uh, what kind of measures that we could take to prevent our young generation, to prevent our uh, regular people, mainstream people from uh, going into that, uh, being in that situation of being radicalized or being Islamatized. I will, I will stop here and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, so the first question we have in is, can you just give a brief overview of what the Islamist radical agenda or platform that you're referring to is? And how can one assess the degree of radicalization compared to other Islamic groups in the US if, uh, without more specificity? Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, Islamist agenda basically is to, uh, uh, to radicalize to radicalized uh, people that uh, uh, the mainstream people uh, we're talking about regular Muslim who Muslims who are worshiping on a daily basis. But when you're talking about political Islam, it's totally different from Islam. And uh, if your uh, political radical political agenda in uh, destroying communities, uh, 
societies, hatred against uh, different faith, um, hatred against people who do not believe in your, uh, what you believe in, uh, violence, all of these kinds of things are political agendas. Uh, advocating for radical groups, uh, violence radical groups overseas, uh, even uh, uh, advocating for uh, groups to do harm to people, explosions and so on and so forth inside the US or Europe or other, uh, other parts of the, of the world. I mean, these are very obvious things, but the most dangerous thing I would say is how, the way they talk to the young generation and people whether through social media, and social media has a huge effect right now in controlling young people whether through Facebook, all of these kind of different programs that you see online. And it's an easy access to all of these radicals to, to spread their words. Uh, the other thing is to bring uh, people charismatic, young, energetic, um, very savvy, and they sell these radical thoughts and um, many, we have a lot of stories about young people and also older people who've been radicalized. And this is, um, this is a, red, uh, a red flag that we, have, we should all be aware of. Thank you so much. Um, so could you give some specific examples of who the radicalismists in the US are? Can you name names? Well, there are the several organizations that um, are radicalized. I think that they are very obvious, starting with CARE and many other organizations. Um, on, uh, uh, you know, they are uh, working in, in the United States using our freedom uh, and uh, our democracy to spread radical agenda um, in America, which is sad. So how exactly and why are these radical organizations influential on local, state, and federal government? Because there are many of, uh, they try to have many uh, people join the government. They've been trained, they've been brainwashed, they've been uh, pushed to believe in the radical agenda and also to implement it throughout their their work and their job when they work at the, at the government. And this is a huge danger. We've been suffering from for many years and we've talked about it with on many platforms. And uh, this is something that um, I think our government and people surrounding should be aware of. And do you think the US is destined to follow the path of Europe? I know you said that the left and the Islamists will eventually part ways, but right. do you think that will part ways before that happens? Before what happens? Uh, following in the path of Europe. Oh, um, I'm not in a near future. We still have, uh, each group has to reach their goals first before that, that happened. But when they reach these goals, this is where the danger starts. The danger is not now, the danger is later because the influence of, of that um, relationship on people from both sides has a huge damaging effect. So how do the reps Omar and Talib relate to your discussion here? How is, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Uh, the representatives Omar and Talib relate to your discussion. Uh, how is she related to my discussion? Um, well, there are several, several issues that, uh, um, you know, uh, 
been discussed and talked about. Um, I would, uh, as an American citizen, I would like to see a representative that represented my issue as a citizen of the country, whether on an employment, education, economy, and uh, you know, uh, political situation inside inside the U.S., developing a human uh, right issue, uh, talking about uh, different rights. But when a representative in the U.S. Uh, uh, talking about uh, their main concern is a foreign issue, then what is this is of a benefit to me as, as a citizen of this country? Why do I have to elect a person that do not represent my cause or my family or my um, uh, affiliates? Um, I need to see uh, um, a represented, a US representative that I elect and I gave my vote to talking about issues that concerning me as an American citizen in the country, not representing foreign agenda implemented inside the US. So currently, do you think that the left is aware of the internal discussions of the Islamists? I am not uh, sure that they are aware because uh, if you are looking into uh, uh, their relationship right now doesn't seem seems that they are taking it for grant taking for granted what they are telling them, and they are not really going deep inside. We have a lot of we had a lot of meeting throughout the years, whether interfaith or talking about religious freedom issues or foreign policy issues, and what has been projected is different, and people from the left side wanted that relationship wanted to feel that they are inclusive, that they are including the Muslim community. But unfortunately, what they are including in their, in their discussion or their relationship are the radical, uh, the radical Islamists who want to advance their agenda on, on the other side. And this is something that they should be aware of. When we talked about these kind of issues and this kind of danger for many years, they just didn't want to believe this. Oh, this is uh, a right uh, agenda. This is not the right thing to talk about. Uh, oh, they, they don't show these things. But when the danger come to their door, then they believed it. Unfortunately, this is, you know, I, I give you uh, an example. Many years ago, I was invited by one of the uh, uh, churches to give a talk. And um, at that time, uh, that was right after 9-11, this church is only women, no men in it. So uh, I went there and I gave my speech and they invited another Muslim or Islamist women who came to, the, um, uh, to the, uh, that conference. Uh, after I finished my talk, she called her husband to come and they welcomed her with you know, open heart. And they said, you are our sister, you are this, you are that. So when I gave my talk, she was very disturbed because when I talked about radicalization within uh, the Muslim community, Islamism in America and how bad it's affecting uh, the US in general, despite whether you're Muslim or not Muslim, um, she was bothered. So she called her husband. The minute I finished my talk, she, he started screaming at me. And I was really taken by that. I was like, how dare you saying these kind of things? And um, after that, uh, the ladies of the church um, actually were 
taken by what happened. They were surprised that, you know, when I talked about what I talked about at that time on radicalization and Islamism and how, how, how bad it is and how much it's affecting our community, they were, and, and after I finished, they saw the example in front of them when this lady is discussing it and her husband was screaming. They said, when you talked about, we, we were kind of, we didn't want to believe it. But when we saw his reaction to you and how he was screaming and talking about these kind of things, it means there is something that he's trying and his wife trying to fight. And this lady was affiliated with them for a long period of time. Uh, so this is an example of, of what's, uh, what's, uh, what's happening. Um, they discovered, but they discovered after many years um, in, an, in an incident. Many people do not really look into these things and they take it, you know, as they say it and for granted. Understood, thank you. Can you please comment on the radical Islamist element in CARE and how can uh, we object to an organization like CARE without being accused of being Islamophobic? Well, um, when uh, this is, this question we get it all, all the times like uh, you are an Islamophobic and even when we are as Muslim talking about that they call us Islamophobic and I would tell them well look at me do I look like an Islamophobe and it's it's unfortunate but you know what we have a responsibility as citizens of this country we have to take an action we have to stand strong and we have to project our voice strongly we don't want our freedom our democracy to be taken by radical voices by Islamism. And when we are talking about that, we are talking about the United uh, uh, Citizens against radicalism and against Islamism. And whether we are Muslims or not Muslims, I rather to be called Islamophobe rather than falling in the trap of Islamism inside the US. So along those lines, uh, Mr. Daniel Pipes has for decades stated that radical Islam is the problem, moderate Islam is the solution, yet the White House since Clinton and Bush and through the Obama and perhaps even Trump failed to see it and act on it. What must be done to change the status quo, reject Karen and others such as them and approach moderates like you? Well, there are a lot of, uh, uh, unfortunately the, um, the Islamist groups, uh, as I said, they have infiltrated our uh, government offices, so they are everywhere. And uh, this issue, it's been uh, actually a, of a danger to, to all of us and affecting even the most difficult and dangerous and sensitive uh, decisions that the government makes because they depend on some suggestions and some opinions of these radical Islamist war. Uh, uh, contributing to these uh, to these decisions, um, we would like um, you know as a as a Muslim, I would like to see a strong um, uh, leadership committee that could deliver these kind of message. I know, um, like the uh, Middle East Forum, it's been delivering these messages. They are being uh, discussing these issues. You know, trying to advise, trying to to. Uh, make that that change. We are trying from our part. I think you know each one of us working uh, separately, but I think there are many moderate voices, very strong voices. Need to be all of us united together to deliver that message clear and loud, 
to the uh, to the government and to their offices and to make it uh, uh, clear it is for the safety of the country and the, its own citizens. So another question is, is there any reason to worry that Islam Islamists can hijack the agenda of normalization between Israel and Arab states? Are the those Arab countries normalizing? Let's just leave it at that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any concern? Yes, there are a lot of concerns. Uh, there are a lot of concerns uh, actually on, um, you know, in the Middle East, there are a lot of uh, different um, situations. There are uh, so many different, you know, it could be just um, a short period of time for that relationship and later on it will, it will disappear based on certain uh, benefits that these countries are getting. Or uh, the influence of radicalization, the voices of hatred in some of these countries and places, it will which will uh, take over the voices of reasoning. And uh, so I don't see the picture is, oh, okay, now we have an agreement, we are good, we are friends, this and that. This could change and change easily because the influence of radicalization and radicals on mainstream people, whether they are in the US nor, uh, or in the, in the Middle East is a huge. And the effect is, is, uh, is beyond what you can what you can imagine. So these kind of uh, uh, things, I will not take it for, for granted because what you hear on the ground is different what you see on TV, unfortunately. Thank you so much. And can you just tell us uh, where we can find some more of your work or other publications you think would bring uh, this to light? Yeah, well, uh, you can uh, definitely check our website, www.aicongress.org, and we will be happy to help with, with anything or any further information that you need. And uh, thank you again for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you. We really appreciate you speaking with us today. Unfortunately, we've come to the close of our webinar. Uh, for our viewers, please join us Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern for an update with Ashley Perry. Thank you all for joining us and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks again.